Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast this is betting across america with mike pritchard and josh applebaum on vsin the sports betting network Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host out here in Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast out in Boston. Long time no see. Josh Applebaum, how are you? I'm doing great, Pritch. Yeah, you did your double dip today on, on Lombardi Line. Yes. I'll be doing it tomorrow with Patrick. So, uh, hey, we're pinch hitters. We, we focus on BAA, but wherever Visa needs us, we jump in. And uh, I have one rule, Pritch, that I just want to institute real quick before okay. we get into all today's games. Uh, DeAndre Torrey, starting running back here for North Texas, one of the best players on the team. They announced about an hour ago that he's not going to play. We, as betters, you got to announce this early, Pritch. We need a 24-hour window. You can't be giving us these late scratches with these opt-outs. I think we instituted a new rule. If you're going to opt out, you need to be at least 24 hours notice, uh, and we'll talk about this this game here. But what do you think about that, Pritch? This decision should have come down earlier, not you know an hour before the game starts. Absolutely. I mean, especially with the Mean Green, I mean, that's what they do. They run the football. So what, he opted out? Is that what happened, like a last-minute opt-out? It sounds like it. He won't play. I don't know if it's injury related. Okay. Obviously, this guy is, uh, you know, one of the best rushers in America. Mm-hmm. So I would assume it's related to the NFL draft. But let's get this news a little bit earlier. Let's institute a new <laughs> rule, the one-hour rule for all bowl games. You got to be in or out within an hour. Before the yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know how they're going to enforce that. To be honest with you, I mean, guys, they, they'll get right up to the last minute and okay, think about something differently in terms of their future and their careers. So uh, maybe they could do something like that as opt-outs. Uh, become more and more prevalent uh, in, in college football. We'll wait and see on that one. But I'm glad you brought that to our attention. We certainly are going to get to some ball action a little bit later. But we got to get to uh, the headliner when it comes to COVID news today. Dalvin Cook, 
Uh, he's on the COVID list. That's the big name right there, Josh. Yeah, huge name there, Pritch. And I think, you know, on the one hand, you know, this was a play that early in the week I really had targeted here to Minnesota. A lot of these books open, Rams laying three and a half, line got down to three. At one point, it was even inching down all those plus three and a half from Minnesota, really juiced up like it's going to get to two and a half. But as soon as the news came out with this Dalvin Cook uh, situation here, you saw the line get back to three. And now we're kind of in this waiting game, minus three, minus 110 mm -hmm. uh, on the side of the Rams. So I was really looking at, you know, maybe a teaser opportunity with the Vikings. You know, when, when they were inching down to two and a half, two and a half up to eight and a half either way you give yourself a little wiggle room go through a couple key numbers but with dalvin cook now out uh you know the total hasn't moved too much pritch that was surprising to me if cook one of your best offensive players is out i would think this thing would tank a little bit here but it pretty much stayed 49 49 and a half so with the Vikings, I think there's going to be a play where with Cook's question uh, status in question, you're going to have more and more betting on the Rams. You're already getting about 70% of bets on the Rams here. We'll see if he gets cleared with these new rules here. If you can test negative and if you're vaccinated, uh, more likely you can play. But obviously not a good uh, not a good situation here if you wanted to look at Minnesota plus three. But again, let's wait this thing out. I think if anything, that buy low spot on the Vikings will become even more contrarian with public betters just saying, hey, no Dalvin Cook, no shot but I wouldn't be so quick to the party there. I, I think Minnesota at three or a tease could still be a top contrarian play this weekend. Okay, we're definitely going to get to some more COVID news during the show because it's all over the place, to be honest with you. Uh, but we are going to preview uh, Thursday night football. Uh, I was saying before we, the show started how it feels like a Friday today because we had Tuesday night football. Uh, but now we're going to go to Thursday night football tonight, Josh. Uh, the whole, well, the entire offensive line on the left side for the Titans uh, is going to be out. Southfold and Luan. Uh, is going to be out ruled out for this game for the Titans. Uh, that could be troublesome uh, when you think about the front, the defensive line there for the 49ers tonight. 49ers laying three. I, I see uh, other places are going to three and a half, too. I mean, that was a situation that you were looking forward to seeing uh, in this game. If you could get the hook somewhere in this matchup. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, spoiler here, I'm looking at the Titans, but I'm waiting on the hook, just like okay. you mentioned here, Pritch. So uh, a couple things. Number one, just from a buy low, sell high standpoint, Public's all over the Niners right now. They're eight and six. They're six and two their last eight. They've won two straight. Uh, you beat Atlanta 31-13, covered the nine last week. On the flip side, public is down on the Titans. They started uh, eight and two, looking great. Even with all those injuries, they were still winning these games. Now maybe it's caught up to them, the injury bug. They're one and three their last four. You lose to Pittsburgh 19 to 13 uh, as a one-point uh, dog in that one. So just from a buy low, sell high standpoint, Pritch, my contrarian mindset wants me to buy low on the Titans, sell high on San Fran. And I think in terms of the market, that's kind of what you're seeing right now. A little bit of movement back toward Tennessee. Remember, a lot of these books open San Francisco laying three or three and a half. You had early, uh, early money really hammer San Francisco all the way up to minus four. But over the last 24, 48 hours, Pritch, a lot of buyback on Tennessee at plus four, plus three and a half. Not a lot at three. That's why, to me, the hook is really crucial here. And a lot of times you'll see on game day, you know, public comes home from work, wants to sweat a Thursday night game. San Fran is hot right now. Tennessee is cold. Just lay with that favorite. So I think, and based on the juice, all these minus threes are minus 115. I see a minus 120. I think we're close. Maybe during our show today, you'll see that hook pop up. And once it does, I want to know how how long it stays there. Like if it's three and a half mm -hmm. for under five minutes and gets back down to three, that's a good sign if you like the Titans because uh, it quickly got scooped up. If it's three and a half and it stays three up until game time, then that would be a little worrisome with more liability there on the 49ers. But Pritch, you got a lot of um, uh, a lot of systems here. Primetime dogs, 58% ATS this year. Vrabel. Uh, Coach Rabel as a dog, 5-2 and two ATS in his uh, this season, 17-11 ATS in his career, 61%. 
and Shanahan. Shanahan and Jimmy G, great as dogs, not great as favorites. Shanahan, 12, uh, 13 and 23 against the spread, 36% here. ATS is a favorite. And you mentioned, you know, the offensive linemen out here, Luan and Saffold for Tennessee. But also, uh, 49ers are going to miss Elijah Mitchell, uh, their best uh, running back here. Maybe you get A.J. Brown for this game. That's another injury I'm waiting on here. He was activated from uh, the, the IR, but not fully uh, uh, upgraded to probable yet. So we'll wait on that one. And Pritch, you and I, you're, you're the teaser king here at VEASAN. <laughs> I think you get a teaser spot with the Titans, even if you don't go to three and a half. Uh, or, or, or if you do, it looks like it's going that way. I'd look to tease up Tennessee uh, to plus nine and a half or plus nine. And maybe you want to take this total, you know, tick it up a little bit in a teaser and take the under. Right now it's 44 and a half. Public is all over the over. Uh, about 80% of bets going over here. Yet it hasn't really moved at all. Kind of line freeze-ish action. Why hasn't it gone to 45, 46? Tells me liability under. Uh, so I would look to maybe give yourself some wiggle room here. 44 and a half. Tease it up to 50 and a half. Give yourself a, a little bit of a, a comfort here. Yep. You look at these non-conference under 60% Pritch and primetime unders last uh, couple months, 65%. So that's what I'm looking at here. Tease up the total, take the under, and look at Tennessee here as a three and a half or tease play. So I already laid the three points uh, with the 49ers. Uh, I, I just think they're going in opposite directions uh, as we head on through the season into the playoffs. Uh, when you got the 49ers really asserting themselves and becoming a playoff caliber team, uh, and, and the Titans, even though they've, going to win a division, you would think. Uh, we'll see what happens here down the stretch, though. They, they just don't seem in sync. They don't seem like they're all playing uh, the same way, like they're still trying to figure it out. Uh, and now you take away Luan and Saffold, the entire left side of that offensive line. Bosa has 15 sacks already uh, on the year. Uh, Armstead, I mean, that's a guy, too, that's highly versatile uh, as well for the 49ers. And then that linebacking core, I think once they're completely healthy, Josh, uh, it's one of the better, more athletic linebacking situations you'll see, uh, certainly there with the 49ers. Now, the secondary, a lot to desire there on that side of the ball in the secondary. Uh, A.J. Brown coming back. If he comes back, he's going to be lack of preparation, though, in the situation for the Titans. Yeah, so, Pritch, number one, you got the best number there for San Fran. So mm -hmm. if you're on San Fran, uh, again, the minus three, I think, is the best one that you're going to get. So just from a standpoint of, you know, uh, who do you like what number you got, you're on the best number for the 49ers there. Um, the other way that I'd, I'd kind of look at this, Pritch, is, um, you know, in terms of uh, favorites that we've seen straight up on, right. on Thursday nights, they're 14 and three straight up. So they've, they've been winning these games. So even if you're uh, laying the three at minus 110, or maybe you're looking money line here, I think the money line is only, it's like minus 160, something like that. So a little bit higher price there. But you, again, I'm contradicting myself and I'm scaring myself with my <laughs> Titans play, Pritch. But uh, you have seen these favorites win outright. Sure. It's about 50 50 covering. Um, but I think, uh, you know, in terms of the number you got, you definitely got the best one for, for, for 49ers minus three. And, and, you know, to be honest with you, uh, I cannot be mad or, or, I'm actually jealous of the fact that, you know, considering teasing up the Titans. Uh, I mean, if you can get to three and a half, you got to be quick on that uh, uh, situation if you find that hook. Uh, but then a total to 44 and a half, because on the other side, uh, look, I mean, the 49ers, they've been prolific, uh, 29 points per game over the last six games, which is incredible. Uh, but then, okay, the Titans, if they're not turning the ball over, they're having trouble scoring uh, touchdowns. I mean, in particular in the red zone, too. So uh, maybe the under could be a play here, but the comfort of a teaser situation, if you do like the Titans, uh, combine that with that total uh, by teasing that total up and playing under that way.
Yeah, I think that's kind of maybe a, a way to attack this, Pritch. And let's let's say uh, I, I tease him up, and I hopefully cash that bet, and you cash your minus three. Uh, you know, hey, we have an opportunity here to both make some money. But I think you're totally right, and I think as betters, you know, really programmed to go through multiple key numbers. You know, go through three, go through seven. But even if you only go through one, I still think this time of year, if you're gonna, uh, you know, maybe not get the best of a teaser, mm -hmm. still some value there. I keep going back to that that Seahawks game, Pritch, where if you had the plus seven against the Rams, you'll lose because that late field goal. But if you tease them up, you won. So again, these are kind of the little angles that is better as we got to think about. Uh, and again, you got to both come through to win versus just, you know, the regular conventional number. But I think this time of year with all the volatility, uh, I like the security of, of padding my numbers a little bit. Stephen Bond informs me, our producer informs me here that uh, AJ Brown expected to play. How about that? Now, again, this number staying at three, though, uh, it, even with the offensive line situation for the Titans. Yeah, so maybe that's baked into the cake. Who knows, yeah. Pritch? But yeah, I still think we might get to three and a half. How about that? Okay, if you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcast and get Betting the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got hardwood handicappers, Lombardi line, follow the money, coast to coast hoops, and many, many more. These are all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Off and rolling here on a Thursday, Thursday night football on the schedule here to uh, Josh. So uh, when we're looking ahead for the show, we got fix it that we're going to get to because there's some teams, situations, COVID uh, that we're going to tackle as well. Uh, and then also the college football bowl season. You just brought up uh, a news headline for me when you talk about a running back that's going to opt out right before they play a game. And so I, I think that's a unique situation for betters for sure. So all that and more coming up next right here on VSIN. Do not go anywhere. Betting Across America continues after this break right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, uh, time to fix it uh, with some teams in the National Football League. Now, look, I, I don't know if I can fix COVID. I mean, nobody has been able to, right? And uh, it's unfortunate that the situation still persists and, and is growing in the National Football League. Now, they got a change in protocols. And, uh, look, if you do not you do not have to test weekly uh, if you're vaccinated. We, we know that. They change the protocols in that. So, to me, that's an avenue for players, like, if you're not experiencing any symptoms and, or if you're asymptomatic uh, from that standpoint. I mean, look, uh, you're not going to know that until you get tested. But, you know, if you don't have the symptoms, uh, then – then are you going to subject yourself to being tested? Because the likelihood uh, of you not having COVID at this point is diminishing. I mean, uh, we're Dalvin Cook, uh, we're, we're just talking repeatedly. Uh, I mean, J.C. Treader, he's the center for the Browns. It's like each and every day uh, there's COVID concerns growing, growing, growing in the National Football League. So uh, I, I think when you can test out the situation, if you're vaccinated, that gets very interesting to me. I just know football players, Josh, uh, we want to play, right? And, and we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. Uh, I, I can see a scenario in which players are walking in the training room and saying, I'm good. Uh, no tests. I don't have any symptoms of anything. Uh, now, I, I don't know if everybody's going to be happy with that, uh, but that's the situation that that is bearing down on us, though. I mean, I, I think that's the situation that a lot of these players are going to be facing here recently. 
I think you're right, Pritch. And again, one of my favorite movies, Goodfellas. What are the two rules? You keep your mouth shut and you never rat on your friends. So I think <laughs> right. it's probably with a lot of these players, just keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. Uh, again, you know, I know it's cutthroat and, you know, in, in real life with regular people, that's probably not the way you want to handle it. But yeah. uh, I think what with these new protocols, Pritch, really what gets to me or what I think is a way to uh, kind of just handle these new protocols is that they're increasing the likelihood that you'll be able to play. The old protocols, it was a little bit harder, uh, especially if you're unvaccinated. Now, if you're asymptomatic, if you can clear these these tests, if you're vaxxed, you have a greater likelihood of playing these games. So I think for us as betters, early in the week, if you see some COVID, like, uh, for example, would be the Kansas City Chiefs against Pittsburgh Steelers. They open minus 10. They're down to 7.5. But what if Kelsey and Tyreek Hill can come back and play this game? It probably ticks back up closer to 10. So I wouldn't make your bet too early in the week based on COVID news because it could look terrible for one team early in the week, mm -hmm. but then they test out with, with the new protocols and these guys are able to play. Maybe the line goes back to them. So don't make these snap judgments when you see COVID uh, because, again, with more time and relaxed protocols, there's a greater likelihood that these players can then play later in the week. Yeah, because because, you know, as a better, I'm looking at whether a head coach or a player tests positive after the game. So I'm keeping that in mind, too, uh, as well. I mean, okay, the time after the game until the time you take the test. I mean, look, uh, let, let's just be real here. I mean, uh, and Cole Beasley, I mean, look, let's be frank. Uh, a lot of people assume that that's happening anyway. Players are playing with COVID and then, okay, after the game, I get tested and verify if I'm positive or not. Yeah, I think that's definitely uh, something we got to monitor, Pritch. And again, like, for example, Sirianni testing positive right after the game. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a doctor, but I would imagine that during the game, maybe he was, uh, you know, getting it from a player, giving it to someone else. So, you know, keep an eye on that Philadelphia Eagles line right. with, uh, you know, playing against the Giants here. A lot of those books, it actually doesn't matter. It's still kind of going here to the Eagles. A lot of these books were nine and a half, uh, laying big points with Philly up to 10. But again, as long as you clear, you have some time to, to clear these protocols, Pritch, that'll be a teaser play for me. Again, I lean on teasers a lot. I'm probably probably beating a dead horse here, but with uh, kind of having a lot of sample sizes, a lot of data, a lot of data on these teams and wanting to bet against COVID teams and bet against uh, Glennon or, or Jake Fromm, whoever's going to be a quarterback there for the G men, you get the Eagles 10, bring them down to uh, what minus four. You can maybe find a, a nine and a half down to three and a half. Mm -hmm. That's one thing to keep an eye out for uh, moving forward. But again, does Sirianni, is it just him or is it more people? That's as better as what gives us difficulty right now. Okay, you know, moving on to the Titans here in the turnover situation. I mean, everybody's talking about it now. Uh, certainly weeks ago, we started highlighting the turnover issues for the Titans and the losses that they've had, uh, the 13 turnovers uh, and the three losses that they've had, the giveaways anyway, uh, and not being able to take the ball away. So something tells me when everybody, it's like you, what you say about being a contrarian, when everybody and their mother is talking about something or going in one direction, uh, it's bound to change. The regression is about to happen. So everybody, I mean, everybody's talking about the Titans and the turnovers. Here you go with this Thursday night football game. Maybe they correct that, the regression situation. They don't turn the ball over and be able to execute a little bit. Yeah, and again, you know, if you've kind of seen the Titans when they win, they don't turn it over at all. When right. they lose, they have they lose the turnover battle bigly here, Pritch. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Uh, I'd also say, you know, one quote that I uh, I was looking, I saw on Twitter today, which kind of exactly what you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett said this uh, again, one of the best investors, richest guys around. He said the five most dangerous words in business are 
everybody else is doing it. So again, to your point of, you know, everyone <laughs> loading up on team A, wanting to be on team B, it's just kind of the mindset of going contrarian here. And I also think, you know, Rabel, these turnovers have got to be killing him. You know, this is a guy oh, yeah. who, uh, you know, old school football coach, learned a lot from Belichick. What does Belichick always stress? You know, don't lose the turnover battle here. So, Rich, I want to ask you, you know, when you were, uh, if you, I don't know, I know you never fumbled, but if you did, did the coach make you like hold the ball all week long? You're in the cafeteria. People are trying to punch it out. Was, was that a real thing or is that a, kind of a more of an urban legend? Uh, no, it's real. I, I mean, uh, you know, everybody looks at you sideways when you fumble the football. Like a drop, <laughs> we can tolerate a drop. Uh, now, you can't drop a touchdown. Can't do that. But a fumble, yeah, people look at you sideways. I mean, you're supposed to pe- protect a football. I mean, that, that's part of your job description. Uh, let's take a look at some of these Ryan Tannehill stats, though, because I, I think it's indicative of their season two. Todd Downing, the new offensive coordinator, you know, they're out of sync uh, I mentioned earlier how they're tinkering. I mean, through 14 games, 14 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, uh, and then you combine that with the fumbles and the turnovers. I mean, it hasn't been an offense that we've been accustomed to with the Titans uh, in years past. Uh, also, sacks. I think Ryan Tannehill is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the National Football League. And again, going back to the fact that no left guard, no left tackle, too, uh, really brings to light the situation I'm focusing in on for the Thursday night matchup. Yeah, so I don't want to pile too much on Tannehill, Pritch. I mean, I, th- I think if you look at his numbers, you know, pre-Derrick Henry injury mm-hmm. and post-Derrick Henry injury, they're really, really stark here. So when you got Derrick Henry and you're running the ball and you kind of can lean on that running game, it makes it much easier for play action and kind of just taking your uh, picking your spots here. Once Henry goes down, all these injury uh, has injury bug has really hit Tennessee here, uh, losing A.J. Brown, Julio Jones being at, in and out of the lineup. Now you got offensive line issues. I wouldn't give up on Tannehill here. I, th- I just think he's trying to make the most out of, out of uh, really not a lot to work with right now but getting aj brown back you know that could be uh, a big security blanket and obviously you know with that uh backup lineman here maybe mm-hmm. you try to uh run on the other side of the line pritch and run run away from them um but i also think with Tannehill, you know not playing great offensively and being limited offensively that bodes well for the under tonight again we mentioned 80 percent of bets are on the over everybody's sweating the over tonight but it opened 44 and a half it stayed 44 and a half that's really unusual when you have really, really, really lopsided betting on, on the over there like that, you would think the 44 and a half would get up to 45, 46. The fact that it's not moving to me is what we call the line freeze. Uh, and again, heavy betting one side, yet it won't move. Tells me that they'll, they'll take all those $10 bets on the over, but they're unwilling to jack that up to give a better number to the under. So again, with these non-conference under trends, primetime under trends to me, if you want to tease that total up, That'll be my angle. And hopefully, hopefully Tannehill doesn't, you know, find the, uh, you know, his, his offensive game tonight, Pritch, because I want a low-scoring win or a low-scoring three-point game. I hear you right there, Josh Applebaum. How, how about the Saints? So, so in terms of fix it, uh, look, the Saints needs to bring the, they need to bring the passion, uh, which we saw against Tampa Bay defensively uh, on that side of the ball. But I don't know how they have the passion now because of the COVID news with this football team. Uh, Ian Book might be the starting quarterback because you got the COVID situation with Taysom Hill uh, and Simeon. Uh, those are quarterbacks. I, I thought the Saints lacked passion because Drew Brees walks out the door. He's your franchise quarterback. He's your culture. And so how do you find it? How do you generate that? They did it on primetime against Tampa, but that's a unique situation when you're facing Tom Brady and a bunch on primetime TV. Uh, but here against the Miami Dolphins, and by the way, Miami, uh, are they a hot team anyway? I mean, <laughs> who have they beaten, even though they're on this win streak right now? But if the Saints can bring the passion, Josh, maybe an opportunity here in this game. 
Yeah, I think we're going to have to see how this thing develops because, again, a lot of these books early were minus three Saints at home, which basically tells you, uh, and again, we always talk about how a home field advantage is mitigated, but that that's kind of one stadium still, you know, uh, in, down in New Orleans where it's really, really loud. You do have an advantage here. So if it's minus three to start, it's pretty much saying the odds makers telling you it's kind of a coin flip type game, neutral site. It's probably a pick them. Uh, but early on, if you got the three with the dolphins, this is what makes it so hard. Pritch. Like we want to wait on these games because of COVID, but now I'm kicking myself for not grabbing dolphins plus three when it was out there, I was kind of getting greedy thinking I can maybe get the three and a half. So uh, went off the board with Ian book now likely to start here. Uh, this line is now shifted at some shops to dolphins minus one. I saw dolphins minus two. I see a lot of books where it's still off the board. So uh, the other thing, Pritch was the under this has got to be one of the lowest totals of the year uh opened at i think like a 39 it's down to like 38 mm -hmm. um we'll see if this is another low scoring opportunity but uh again you would have loved that plus three with miami before this uh this news with go well look at that spread right there i mean you got the saints as a home dog uh it's one point but okay do you factor in home field advantage too i, I think the saints do have a home field advantage uh in this game so keep a, uh, keep that in mind for sure coming up next on the program the bowl games uh the news about players opting out that's next This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, uh, when it comes to the college bowl season, uh, you know, I, I thought game last night was interesting. Armed Forces Bowl, where you saw Army pull out the win with a field goal there. Um, give credit to Mizzou for showing up in the way that they did. Now, I'm looking forward. Uh, North Texas to Mean Green. Uh, you said something at the beginning of the show. Uh, when it comes to this game, there's a running back. Um, what's his name, first of all? <laughs> DeAndre Torrey. Yeah. Okay, so Torrey. Their top running back. Their top running back. He opted out, right? Because, look, I have not followed North Texas for about eight years, <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, back when I was calling college football games. Uh, but I know the Mean Green, they like to run football, and that's been the path of their success. So you're going to have a running back opting out hours before a game. I mean, that's going to be significant to me. It really is significant, Pritch. So this was shaping up as a really, uh, you know, kind of sharp North Texas play. And then we saw it really go back the other way when this kind of late opt-out was was mentioned. And it isn't just Torrey, the leading running back. You also have a defensive back, Sanders, their top uh, defensive back, who also opted out. So, again, I'm calling them opt-outs. Maybe they're injuries. I, I, I assume if it's one of your best players and they're not playing and they're healthy, it's got to be an opt-out here, Pritch. But uh, you saw early on a lot of these books were, you know, Miami, Ohio laying three. It got all the way down to one or even a pick them. Uh, and then with the late news, I think it was around two. 
7.15 p.m. Eastern time today uh, that the top running back would not play. You saw that line tick back up to Miami, Ohio. So now it kind of closed that around minus two and a half. So again, this is kind of the difficulty of trying to bet on these bowl games with these opt-outs, these unforeseen situations where guys aren't playing. Uh, but still, if you're on the North Texas side and Pritch, uh, you know, I got a bad plus one and a half there. I thought mm -hmm. it was just going to continue to drop. It didn't. Uh, didn't see that late opt-out coming. But I think you're really banking on fading these Maction teams. You know, I keep going back to that Kent State game where they could not stop the run at all. These Maction teams, it's almost like your JV going to play a varsity team for some of these bigger schools uh, where Maction, they just don't play well in these bowl games. Now, we'll see what happens here with Miami, Ohio. This game is taking place right now, just, uh, just about to tip off. But you're fading a MAC team if you like North Texas, even with the opt-out, their, their second uh, stringer guy. I think he's had a couple hundred-yard games. And if you look at our system, dogs versus a team who missed a bowl game the previous year, 58% yeah. ATS uh, over the last decade. And it's, uh, I think, 3-2 and two ATS this year. It started 3-0. and oh. So even with kind of that, that late opt-out, I'm rooting for the mean green. I'm holding a mean green ticket. Uh, and again, really banking on this fade maction type bowl game situation. Well, we talk about the volatility in the National Football League. I mean, my goodness, there's volatility in college football to bowl season two because, I mean, how do you cap this next game, Josh? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some questions here. I mean, you got U <laughs> UCF and Florida. Florida, as we know, uh, they have a different coach. Napier is coming in. Uh, they have remaining coaches that are going to hang on, even though they're trying to look for a job. Uh, that's going to coach Florida. Florida's got one quarterback with an knee injury, the other quarterbacks in the transfer portal after the game. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous to me. But yet they're playing a football game with a 6-6 six and six record. Okay, there's the Gators for you. The Gators are laying 6.5 uh, against UCF. And UCF's saying all the right things that this is a game that's perfect for the state of Florida uh, and is good uh, for college football in that state. So uh, here you go, Josh. Uh, take it. I mean, where do you go with this game? <laughs> So I'm looking at UCF plus seven, Pritch. We're showing six and a half on our screen. I think you can shop around. And you may still be able to find a seven there. It's probably juiced up plus seven, minus 115, minus 120. But I kind of look at it one of two ways, Pritch. First off, in terms of motivation, UCF, this is big for them in the mm -hmm. state of Florida, showing that, hey, you know, big brother, we can hang with Florida here. So they're motivated and they got everybody playing. On the other side, Florida, um, you kind of see Florida, you see the Gators, but this isn't the Gators that we remember. There's a lot of turmoil right now. You have an interim coach. You're waiting for the new coach to take over you have guys who are in the transfer portal who are going to leave you're also down a, a bunch of players here your number one pass rusher zachary carter is going to be out uh you talked about their backup quarterback because one of their best rushers here uh who is it richardson he's out for this game so again i think in terms of motivation you have central florida who's excited to play this game you have florida who maybe just wants to get this game over with and in terms of just uh putting that all aside and looking at the data Pretty much down the middle in terms of bets. You have about 54%, very slight majority of bets here on Central Florida, but it accounts for 63% of the money. So we do have kind of a low bets, higher dollar bet split in favor of Central Florida here. Uh, so I'd be looking at Central Florida again with the plus seven. Uh, people are, and again, Pritch, when you're used to like the, the Sugar Bowl and all these big bowls, and now you're going to play on December 23rd, a couple days before Christmas, mm -hmm. do you even really want to be there if you're Florida? I go Central Florida here with the plus seven. Hold out. Uh, if you missed it, it may come back if you get late Florida money. Uh, but it also could continue to go toward UCF. It's always been, you know, opening seven, moving toward UCF. And also, Pritch, maybe you get a lower scoring game here. I'm intrigued by the under. It opened 56 and a half. It's down to 55 and a half. Only 34% of bets are on the under, but it accounts for 47% of the money. And if you look at pace of play, uh, UCF is one of your slower pace of play teams. Florida's really good uh, in terms of their uh, their red 
red zone defense, only giving up three instead of seven. And Florida is six and three to the under their last nine. So I'd lean under there, and I like UCF if you can get that seven. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of history between these two schools in terms of matchups, right? Like, I mean, but UCF has a chance to beat Florida for the first time. Maybe there's some motivation on that side, too. Look, all the motivations on the side of UCF. Uh, there's zero <laughs> motivation for Florida. You, you, your quarterback, Emory Jones, is going to hit the transfer portal after the game. Uh, on top of that, you mentioned interim coach. I, I think there's just remaining coaches from the previous coaching staff that's still there. But those coaches obviously are going to be looking for jobs too, though, Josh. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know where the preparation was uh, for the week for Florida. Uh, I was intrigued by the fact that this line, though, is minus six and a half to Florida, basically because of the athletes, uh, the description uh, right there. I mean, uh, the difference right there between uh, Florida and UCF. I mean, UCF, I, I, they don't have the players to match up with Florida. I get that. But uh, I don't know if that matters in this game. Yeah, and again, it's all, to me, motivation, but also, uh, you know, where have they trended recently, Pritch? You have UCF who uh, went 5-1 and one down the stretch. You had Florida who went 2-4 and four down the stretch. And again, when everything is kind of the walls are closing in, you got turmoil, coaches leaving, people opting out. You talk about Emory Jones, the quarterback there, like, He's going to go on the portal right after the game. Maybe you keep that to yourself, Bridge. I don't know if you want to put that out there, but uh, I know he wants to play well to put on, you know, good tape for other teams he may transfer to. But also, like, it just feels like everybody's on their own going in different directions. Oh, uh, to me, that's kind of a worrisome type situation here. Now, again, Florida, you would expect that they get, you know, better athletes, five-star athletes. It's a big-name school here. Uh, but if you're just banking on athletes and not looking at these other factors, uh, to me, it's a bit of a, a worrisome type situation. So, again, I'll go plus seven. Central Florida in a strong, strong lean there with a slow pace of play there to the under 55 and a half. Yeah, Mizzou had better athletes than Army, but yet still lost that <laughs> one. Um, let's get back to the National Football League, too, because I want to go back to COVID situation, the Browns and the Packers. We don't know when Baker Mayfield is going to be available for the Browns. We do know this, though. Uh, J.C. Treader, the center, uh, also the NFLPA president, uh, he's in the COVID uh, protocols in that situation against the Packers here. So starting quarterback aside, now your center uh, in the situation right there. We know the strength of the Browns is the offensive line and the rushing attack, but facing the Packers, the Packers now up to minus seven and a half, Josh. Yeah, you're exactly right, Pritch. So I'm not going to outsmart myself too much on this one. I'm probably going to be on the public side, which I never like being on. But uh, tip your cap. Sometimes the public wins. That's that's my uh, throwing a bone to the public as a contrarian better here, Pritch. But <laughs> I like Green Bay on a teaser. Okay. They, uh, a lot of this, these shops, what was interesting to me, Pritch, some of these books were seven up to seven and a half. I saw an eight and a half down to seven and a half. This kind of has been all over the place with COVID worries still here on the Browns. But I'm not going to outsmart myself too much. I'm going to tease down the Packers minus seven and a half down to minus uh, one and a half. Go through seven, go through three. This would be your your Wong teaser here that you, that a lot of wise guys like to lean on. Um, you also have a rest advantage here. Green Bay last playing the 19th, the 20th for the Browns here. So that's another advantage. And really offensively, you know, this Browns team, whether it's Baker, whether it's Keenum, if it's Nick Mullins, who actually I don't think played that bad that last game, uh, again, got the cover for him. But um, I just think the advantage is Aaron Rodgers here. They see the number one seed in sight. They're 11 and three straight up, 11 and three ATS, and really banking on that offense. Green Bay averaging, you know, 25, 26 points a game, which I actually felt like it was a little bit higher than that, Pritch. But I just don't know if Cleveland has the offensive firepower to keep this close. Even if they do, uh, I still think teasing them down and maybe looking at with your former team, Pritch, 
the Seattle Seahawks, mm -hmm. taking them down minus six and a half to minus a half point uh, against Justin Fields. That would be a combo teaser that I'd look toward. Not going to outsource myself. Give me Rodgers teasing it down here against a Browns team who's got a lot of COVID concerns. Yeah, I like the teaser situation too uh, as well, Josh. I mean, the Browns, their best player is hobbled. Uh, he was got, he's got a growing injury, talking about Garrett. Uh, we'll see if he's going to play. But then you combine that with your center. Uh, I, again, you, you mentioned it. Mullins did well. Uh, on a short week, that situation. But now you got a team that's going to defend him if, in fact, he's a starter. Like the Packers are going to see tape on Mullins. And so how difficult is that going to become? Yeah, obviously, I think you already got the tape is out. Maybe surprise <laughs> some people. But give me Aaron Rodgers yeah. at home, one and a half. I'll take that play. All right. We still have some more NFL to get to you, some games there. Also, Josh Iapobom, the Market Insights podcast. Uh, we're going to get into some details that he had on the podcast as well. That's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Tis the seven days of parlays. BetMGM is celebrating the holidays by delivering parlay presents to you every day for a week. From December 19th to December 25th, BetMGM customers can unwrap free bets and risk-free wagers when they place a one-game parlay. Not yet registered for BetMGM? All you need to do is sign up on the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com to enjoy a piece of the holiday action. If you're a sports fan, you are automatically on the nice list at the King of Sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. Uh, all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, more NFL games here. Uh, the Colts and the Cardinals. Intrigued on your thoughts on this game because uh, I like the Colts. I, I really think that they are on the verge of putting it all together the right way uh, and, and making a run at the Super Bowl. I, I love the culture. Uh, I love the closeness. Uh, I love the fact that they're playing for each other. Uh, I, I love the fact that they play physical. Uh, and then today's NFL, I, I think that separates you from a lot of other teams. Uh, and so the Colts are going to go on the road against the Cardinals who are up against it. Uh, a lot of playmakers on the side for the Cardinals. I get it. Down one, DeAndre Hopkins is a big miss right there for the Cardinals too. Uh, but the Cardinals and what they want to do defensively to stop the running game, they want to get in the gaps. Uh, they want to eliminate double teams and stuff like that. But when you have a physical team uh, with the mental presence of moving bodies, uh, I don't care what scheme you come up with for the Cardinals. I mean, that's going to be difficult anyway. I agree with you, Pritch. And again, this is a play that I really like for the Colts, which actually scares me a bit because you kind of fall into the public mindset of, okay, Colts playing really, you know, playing great right now. They do have a rest advantage one day over Arizona playing, uh, you know, that game on Saturday and they've won two straight. I think, what are they, six and two, their last eight, really turning it on and looking like a team that needs, uh, you know, a force to be reckoned with here. On the flip side, Arizona's lost two straight. They're not looking good. You lose to Detroit, lowly Detroit as a 13-point favorite. You lose uh, at home to the Rams. So on the one hand, it's like Colts are looking good. Arizona is looking terrible. I think the easy play is to go Colts. That's what scares me a little bit, Pritch. Like in, in, in a way, it's almost like, you know, buying low on Arizona has some value here. And mm -hmm. one intriguing thing was, you know, early money was definitely Indianapolis. A lot of these look-ahead numbers were as high as like Arizona laying four at home immediately got down to, uh, you know, minus one, got down to a pick them. And even we were saying, uh, Michael Lombardi mentioned this earlier in the week, but hopping the fence and going to Colts minus one. That did take place at a couple books. Uh, I'm worried because Indy is becoming a really popular bet. And you did see some buyback here on Arizona, Pritch. A lot of these books that got to a pick them or even hop the fence Colts minus one. Over the last 24 hours, it went back to Cardinals minus one. So you're looking across the market, only about 35% of bets are on Arizona, and they are getting a little little late buyback here. Mm -hmm. So, again, I really like the Colts, but I'm worried that it's just an obvious play. And any obvious play, uh, you know, feels like you always lose the ones that are seem so simple and like you got to win, Pritch. So maybe if you want to still back the Colts, again, the T-word, teaser, 
plus one up to plus seven. Uh, and maybe you take that with Green Bay down uh, seven and a half to one and a half. But uh, Pritch, I'm with you. I really, really like the Colts <laughs> here, but I'm afraid that we're just getting that low hanging fruit, betting a team that's playing well versus a team that isn't. Well, I mean, so that brings into mind what we thought about the Colts in the middle of the year when, okay, are the Colts going to be able to, I mean, excuse me, the, the Cardinals. Are the Cardinals going to be able to cap off this season? Like the hot start, uh, are they going to fade away, though? I mean, are these two teams going in oppor- opposite directions? Because you do have the Cardinals uh, who have stumbled uh, as of late, uh, not looking like a team like they were at the beginning of the year. And then the Colts, once they got healthy and they continue to build on the health of that roster and that team, uh, they look better and better each and every week. They really do. And the other thing is, you know, the timing of this game, Pritch, it's going to be it's going to be Christmas night. It's 8.15 p.m. It's prime time. Uh, we're all going to be playing with our new presents and a uh, big meal here. And really, the public is going to love betting on this game Christmas night, which worries me because you are getting the Colts with around 65 percent of bets across the market. So, uh, again, this is a play that I love the Colts as soon as this line started to fall to them. Now I'm getting a little bit worried because it's becoming so popular and you're getting a little buyback on the Cardinals. And by the way, Pritch, uh, I, I know uh, there was a big bet that just came in. Your 49ers, Jimmy Vaccaro, I don't know if we have the photo here, but uh, 44K here coming in on San Fran laying three and a big bet here on Arizona. I believe when they were maybe a pick them or minus one, but two big bets just coming into the South Point right now. Yeah, how about that? Um, my 49ers, I like how you said that. <laughs> I've just got a bet on them. They're not mine yet, but somebody uh, did fire on this game, though. Uh, big uh, ticket that Jimmy Vaccaro uh, brought into the studio. So uh, certainly look on social media for that uh, tweet. Uh, there by the South Point. You, you know, what's interesting too, uh, Josh, this next game, Bills and the Patriots, uh, for the AFC East title. Uh, I mean, uh, your Patriots, by the way, took a year off and now look at the situation that they're in uh, against Buffalo. I think there's some fight in Buffalo. It might not be a physical battle, <laughs> Josh, because the Bills have, uh, you know, they don't have, they don't play with that physicality. They, they just don't have it within themselves. Uh, but yet up against the Patriots, they're probably trying to find a way uh, in this game to get this get the job done here and not let the Patriots steal that division. That would be incredible if that happens. Yeah, so I think you're going to get a desperate effort here out of the Bills, obviously. I mean, this is make or break here for the division. And obviously you have some revenge from that windy game where uh, Mac Jones didn't throw it at all and you escaped there with a win. But Pritch, there was some movement toward the Patriots. A lot of these books open uh, minus two, minus one and a half, something like that. It's now up to two and a half. Um, you, I, I see some buyback, maybe a couple shops could get back down to two. If you like the Bills, I mean, they would be a, a short dog on the road plus three or less, which has been great. Divisional mm-hmm. dog could be a teaser play two and a half up to eight and a half. But I am concerned with uh, Beasley, Beasley's injury. This is a guy who uh, is going to miss this game because uh, because of COVID. And he's really a security blanket, kind of like an Edelman type guy. You know, uh, he almost benefits their running game a little bit. If you can get these, you know, quick seven-yard uh, passes here and pick you up a big uh, third down or a fourth down play here. So without him, I think that's a benefit to the Patriots. And I also think New England, uh, I'll, I'll, give, I'll tell you this, uh, Pritch, there's a lot of talk where Mac Jones, after that loss to the Colts, said we didn't practice very well this week. And I think he got yelled at by Belichick saying like, hey, don't like speak for us or maybe you had a bad week of practice. There's just something fishy with Mac Jones and Belichick here. So I think you get a great effort from the Patriots. I think Belichick is upset the way they played in that in that Colts game. So I'd go maybe money line here, Patriots, minus 135, missing Beasley if he's in. I think it's maybe a teaser play to the Bills. But the Patriots are going to be salty here, Pritch. And I think on the money line, <laughs> that's kind of a short price here at home. So what, a TMI situation right there for uh, Belichick and Mac Jones? Like, look, yeah, uh, and you I can think, speak to the media, but be careful there. 
Exactly. Like, you know, he he's up until now, he said all the right things. Right. I just want to play, do my part. You know, we're getting better every day. All these cliches you hear. But uh, that comment, there's been a lot of talk radio talk about that, where uh, Jones maybe overstepped his bounds and talked for the team and made his coaches look bad. Because if he had a better week of practice, maybe that's on the coaches and Belichick's, uh, I don't know, a little mad about that. One note about Buffalo, Emmanuel Sanders, I was curious about this. Uh, he was full practice today. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills. So I was keeping an eye on that situation because you mentioned Cole Beasley not being available. Uh, they have a great tight end. And then also, if you think about the receivers, Diggs uh, and Emmanuel Sanders there for Buffalo. So we'll see. Well, I mean, we still have time to talk about that one. I, I think we're just going to get one of those efforts uh, from Buffalo, though, matching up against the Patriots. Uh, you know, Josh, your Market Insights podcast, again, uh, is uh, must-listened. Uh, material right there. I highly recommend it to everybody uh, quickly because I do want to get to that, which you highlighted, but also get back to Thursday Night Football because of the line situation uh, with Thursday Night Football. But your Market Insights podcast, what would you have for us today? Well, I appreciate it, Pritch. Yeah, I'm kind of upset because I really like Butler here against St. John's. Butler was super contrarian. They're only, they were plus six down to five and a half. They look pretty sharp. Throw that one out the window. That just got uh, postponed because of COVID. Mm. A couple money line plays. If you want to sweat some money lines in college, looking at Weber State, Pritch. They're kind of contrarian. They're playing Fresno State. Weber open minus one. They've been bet up to around minus one and a half. Um, that's kind of a good edge here in terms of much better offense for Weber, averaging about 80 a game, only 66 for Fresno. So a short money line favorite. I'd be looking at Weber State there. The other one was Wyoming. Wyoming's playing Northern Iowa. Wyoming open around minus one and a half. They're up to two and a half. Seen some big money hit uh, Wyoming here. Uh, Ken Palm's only got him winning by one, so I'll, I'll lean on the money line play here. Uh, and then real quick, Pritch, if you're looking at some totals today, it's a big NBA day for totals. Uh, you have a good analytics matchup here. If you look at Memphis Grizzlies playing the Golden State Warriors, a little bit of money maybe on the Grizzlies here. They open getting six. It's down to five and a half. But I'm looking at that total. It opened around 216 and a half and bet up to 217. You have Memphis and Golden State, both top 10 in pace, both top 10 in offense, and they're pretty rested. They haven't played since Monday. So I'd be looking at an overplay there and a little bit of lean on the Grizzlies plus uh, five and a half. Okay, so Thursday night football, because you talked about waiting for the hook. I, I think when you see the hook, it disappears, though. Uh, that's happened during the show, and uh, certainly the South Point uh, is showing evidence of people firing on the 49ers, too. So line interpretation there. Help us out with that one, Josh, when uh, you're waiting for a situation with that hook, but as soon as it appears, it's gone. Yeah, so I think the length of time that a line move moves to a number and stays there it really tells you a lot about where the liability is. So for instance, if you're on the Titans and you're waiting for the hook, and I, I think we're going to get it. It's very close. Okay. We started the show was minus three, minus 115. I see every book now minus three, minus 120. So I think within the next, you know, I don't know, half hour, maybe 10 minutes, it may get up there. But if it gets scooped up real quick, right. that's a good sign because it adjusts back down to three. Good sign for the Titans if you want the hook. Okay, always outstanding insight right there, Josh Hapabom. Go shopping uh, later today for this football game. Great job. We'll see you tomorrow. I appreciate it, Pritch. Happy Christmas Eve Eve. That's right. It is Christmas <laughs> Eve Eve. Uh, that'll do it for us today. The Edge, come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 